Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast, where I try to keep you up to date and shed a light on what is happening on and off the field with the Packers. To my lawyer listeners and viewers, thank you so much for your continued support and engagement. Your participation has been instrumental in the growth of this channel. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, leave your comments, and connect with me on social media at Packer Mentality. Remember, you can catch this podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. The Combine is this week, which means things will start changing going forward. Up until now, player rankings were mostly about what people saw on the field. Actual live competition. And that's great. And most of what these players should be judged by is what they did on the field. But it is not everything. If teams are going to commit to a player in a draft pick and a lot of money, they want to validate what they've seen on the field, and the Combine gives them the means to do so. So what happens at the Combine? This comes right from the NFL's website. There will be medical evaluations for the players. I will quote right from the website. Medical Advisory Committee will be reviewing their medical histories, which are stored in a shared NFL slash NCAA database and updated by physicians, athletic trainers, and other specialists throughout their college careers. While the medical tests are fairly standard for all players, the committee may recommend additional studies in some cases. For example, if a player, it may suggest that a player who has a history of knee injuries undergo an additional MRI. And that's basically just to check the structure of their knee, make sure it's not going to be a problem going forward. They will also undergo psychological tests, part of which is the infamous Wonderlick test. According to the website, it is a cognitive assessment comprising 50 questions against abstract, verbal, numerical, and general knowledge domains, all to be completed within a 12-minute time frame. Basically, it's a test with a really short time limit. It's a stress test. Some agents don't like it. The results are not supposed to be released. No one's supposed to know what their great their scores were. But in the past, some very good and some very bad scores have been leaked. The players will undergo interviews with teams, not all teams. And these are like job interviews. Basically, they want to see how you will fit in and get an idea of your personality. And of course, there will be the tests and the drills. 40-yard dash, bench pressing 225 pounds. How many times can you throw that up? Vertical jump, broad jump, 20-yard shuttle, three-cone drill, 60-yard shuttle, and position-specific drills. Throwing passes for the quarterbacks, throwing throwing different routes for the quarterbacks, running routes for the receivers, and ball-catching drills for the receivers, covering receivers for the defensive backs, things like that. The term RAS, Relative Athletic Score, will start to come up a lot now. The Packers seem to like to use the RAS to help find their guys in the draft. Relative Athletic Score is a metric that combines the various categories measured at the NFL Combine, things like height, weight, wingspan, and their drills into one aggregate number that's then contextualized against other athletes of the same position. There is a formula. I'm not going to go into it. 
just know what it is. It's done on a 0 to 10 scale. In case you're wondering, the Packers don't draft guys in the first round that have anything less than a 9 on the RAS. We'll be seeing a lot of the RAS on players in the next few weeks leading up to the NFL draft. Now, let's get into the mock draft. We are back over at the NFL Mock Draft Database Simulator. I'll be honest, I like the Pro Football Focus Simulator much better. It gives better trade options, and I think it's more realistic. But we'll do this one more time. If you do not like this, if you want me to stick to the PFF Mock Draft Simulator, please leave a comment and let me know. Four rounds. Here we go. At pick number 25, we're going to go with Jerzon Newton. He has been called Johnny Newton as well. 6'2", 295, pro football focus, has a grade in 2023 of 84.9. His grade in 2022 was a 91.5. He has been consistently dominating over the past two seasons. He was Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, two-time All-American the last two seasons. At pick number 41, here's where the combine can make a difference in differentiating players at the same position. As you can see, Tyler Newbin and Cam Kitchens, not that far apart in this particular draft. Both play safety. But Kinchins is expected to be a better athlete, while Nubin grades much better for his instincts and actual play on the field. If Nubin were to test very well at the combine, it would really set him apart from the rest of the safeties because his pro football focus scores are way better. I believe the Kinchins grade in 2023 was a 67.8 versus Newbin's, which was a 89.2. That is a significant difference. And that is why I'm going with Newbin again. 6'2", 210. If he tests well in the combine, that will solidify his spot, either early first, early second round, or possibly slipping into the first round. At pick number 58, Kinchins is still on the board, but I'm not sure I want to spend both my second-round picks on safeties when I do have one of the top linebackers on the board that I think has all the tools for the Packers. Edgerin Cooper, the linebacker out of Texas A&M, 6'3", 230. He was an AP All-American and first-team All-SEC honors in 2023. He's got great speed, can cover tight ends and running backs, is also excellent against the run. At pick number 88, going to break a rule, not a set-in-stone rule, but the Packers generally do not draft cornerbacks that are shorter than six foot if they can help it. Mike Sanristel out of Michigan. He's 5'10", 182. And we'll see how he runs at the combine if he participates. But he is a slot corner, and the Packers definitely would have a need for that. Uh, can also play, play press corner, but I don't know if he'll be on the outside. In 2023, 19 tackles, 6 pass breakups, 5 interceptions. Surrendered a QBA rating when targeted of just 66.6. 6. 
Also had 10 pressures and two sacks on the season. If he measures up, would be hard to pass up at this point. At pick number 91, going to rebuild, fill some holes on the offensive line. Take Christian Haynes, a guard out of UConn, 6'2", 313, at a pro football focus grade of 80.2 in 2023. In 2022, it was an 83.9, so he's been excellent the past two years. This past year, only allowed six QB hurries, no QB hits, and just one sack. Played right guard. At pick number 127, we are going to fill a possible hole in the backfield at running back. We'll take Audric Estime, running back out of Notre Dame, 5'11", 227, a workhorse back. Does have pretty good speed, at least it's estimated he could run a 4'4", just under a 4'5", 40. 5'11", 227, was a junior this past season. 1,341 yards on 209 attempts, 6.4 yards per carry with 18 touchdowns. Just one fumble. Also had 17 receptions for 142 yards. And that will take us to the end of the fourth round. First round, pick 25, defensive lineman Jerzon Newton out of Illinois. Second round, safety Tyler Newbin out of Minnesota. Also second round. Edgerin Cooper, linebacker, Texas A&M. Now in the third round, slot corner, Mike Sanristow. At pick number 88 of, out of Michigan. I think all four of those guys, if the draft were to fall this way, or if the Packers happened to get any of them, would compete and could see significant playing time as rookies. Also in the third round, guard Christian Haynes out of UConn. Fourth round, Audric Estime, running back out of Notre Dame, who I think would provide a nice counter to Aaron Jones. As we come to the end of this episode, I want to remind you that your thoughts and comments are always appreciated. Please let me know if you like this particular mock draft simulator. Feel free to share that thought in the comments section, and don't forget to Forget to subscribe and connect with me on social media. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, Go Pack Go!